Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. Holy moly. For some reason, I had the like raging vibe that I wanted to start this episode in a Russian accent, and I'm glad I decided not to. I've been watching, I've been binge watching Jane the Virgin. I've never watched it before. And man, it really sucks you in. And there's a few Russian accents. <laughs> That's what any of that has to do with each other. There's some Russian accents. And so I feel like now I just like want to keep channeling that like evil Russian energy. I don't know if that's rude to say. If I have any sweet Russians listening, I love you. And I think your accent is absolutely awesome. Um, But hi, guys. Uh, I forgot to do part three. (laughs) Uh, Today I had a realization and it, like, took a lot of pressure off of me. I don't – I focus on results, okay? And I don't know. Maybe this is bad to say. I don't know. I feel like I always say stuff that, like, Fs up my business. (laughs) But it never does. I say stuff that should F up my business, but it never does. I focus on results. And so I'm not concerned as much about, like, the follow-through. And that's been something that's been really hard for me to let go of because I feel like my whole life I've always felt like I never can finish things and I always have random ideas and blah, blah, blah. And my magic is kind of like all of these different random ideas and like being kind of sporadic and impulsive and whatever. And my main thing that I'm focusing on with you is like, I just want you to get the result. And so (laughs) if part three comes three days later or a week later or part three never comes, I still gave you part one and two of the branding series. So you know what? I'm relieving that pressure for myself and realizing My specialty is getting people results. My specialty is helping people make money. My specialty is helping people make brands that they're really proud of, that are super successful. And like, I'm not gonna worry about the logistics of it. (laughs) I'm releasing that pressure. But I do want to say, I wanna like just do a little riff about the power of joy in your business. So I just wrapped up the branding school launch. It was super successful. It started off really slow because I literally, I mean, I've kind of talked about it, but I was just like so depressed and so over everything in my business. And, but I kept going and it ended up being one, I think I need to pull the exact numbers. It might've been my most successful launch. Um, it was a close, a close tie. So it ended up being super successful. I just surrendered. It was awesome. And then after the fact, I went, my family came in town, and initially when I heard they were coming in town, if my family is listening to this, I love you, no offense, but I was kind of like, oh boy, like I love when family comes in town, but I just know after a launch, usually I'm so drained, and I'm just like physically like want to do nothing, Um, but I just embraced it, and I like still hung out, and my sister stayed the entire time at my apartment, and we did a lot of fun things, we spent time in nature, we spent time up at this cabin, it was honestly amazing, and it was just like a joy-filled weekend and I randomly decided to do my biz bundle which some of you guys got in on that it's just like a little flash sale that I do every once in a while that includes a lot of really good products to help you with your business it's closed now sorry you'll have to wait till the next time it opens but I decided to randomly do that and like easily just had money flowing in the entire weekend and me and my sisters It wasn't me and my sisters, it was me. So the first time I like launched it and within, you know, a couple minutes I had my first payment. And so I started seeing, (laughs) I'm even embarrassed to seeing this. Hell yeah, we got another payment. It was just this thing that came out 
And so then the rest of the weekend, we were, whenever I would, like, get another payment, I would just start singing that. <laughs> and it was, like, this thing the entire weekend that we were just singing that stupid tune that I have no idea where it came from. Um, singing it the entire weekend. And honestly, like, moving into this next week. So I've set some kind of big goals. I don't know. I've set some big goals for September, but they're very joy driven. Like it's, it's not this thing where I'm like, I've got to hit these goals. I've got to make this happen. I'm going to trudge through this. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. Like it doesn't have this masculine energy behind it. It's like, I love these goals. I love these products I'm releasing. I'm announcing something big tonight. If you're listening to this live, or maybe I've already announced it, a type of program I've never done before that I'm really excited about. And again, it's just coming from that place of joy. And I, I always have to come back to this. My most successful months, my most successful times, my clients, most successful times in their business is when they are driven by joy and when they have joy, right? I mean, it's like that saying, I don't know what it is, the secret to like happiness is to be happy. I don't know where that comes from, but it's true, right? Like we, I can sit here and like have all these huge goals in my business and, but if I'm not sitting back and like feeling happy about what I've accomplished, then what's the point? And if you're not sitting back and feeling happy and celebrating and just feeling joy for no matter what level you're at in your business, no matter what season, like you won't get to that happiness place. Money isn't going to buy you happiness. A new car isn't going to buy you happiness. Obviously, all these things are awesome, and I'm freaking obsessed with all those things, and I, I'm so materialistic, and I'm not ashamed of it. I love nice cars. I love nice houses. I love nice clothes. Like, I am unabashedly in love with all those things, but I also realize and try to, like, remind myself all the time that those different levels of like, okay, once I get this car, once I get this house, once I do this, it's not going to change my happiness level. What changes my happiness level is the people that I hang out around, the way that I speak to myself, the way that I celebrate myself, the relationships I have, you know, all that cheesy stuff. So anyways, this doesn't have to do with brand experience. <laughs> I mean, maybe it kind of does. You should have like a joyful brand experience, but it more just has to do with like kind of this area I'm at in my business right now. And it feels really good. It's like, it just feels really good. And I, it's really easy to switch back into this mode of like hustle, hustle, hustle. And here's the thing. I believe in joy driven hustle. I'm, I'm like loving this idea of like joy driven. I don't know where I came up with that, but joy driven hustle. Like when you're hustling and you're excited and you're doing things that you really love, that's a different energy than like, Oh, I got to just comment on 20 more people's profiles and maybe they'll come follow me, right? That's a totally different energy. And so just kind of picture yourself, like how can you get yourself to this bubbly place? How can you get yourself to get into this mood of like happiness and joy? And then just watch what happens. Watch what happens in your business when you're showing up from that place. So let's get into the branding talk though. Brand experience, right? Big word, what does it mean? I mean, not really a big word, but together. Together, it's a lot of syllables. Brand experience. So your brand experience with your business is how customers feel after interacting with you, right? Now, your brand experience can be completely different than somebody else's and should be completely different than somebody else's, right? Some people would want a super professional, um, like, situation, a super professional setup, a super professional course. So just to give like a little story, I, I invested in like a really expensive course. I mean, expensive. I need to stop using that word. I don't usually use that word, but I feel like it's a point of reference to when I'm like describing courses for some reason, but it was like an over $5,000 course. And 
which was a big investment for me. Like I've never invested that much in a course. I've invested that much in coaching. But so I bought this course and I got into the content, right? There was so much content and it was all professionally done, like professional video, different like animations, all of this, this different stuff, right? And I have had a hard time getting into it. I'm, I was so excited to do it. I literally, like, the night before it launched, I couldn't sleep because I was so excited to, like, buy it the next day. I was really excited. I'd pump myself up. And I got into the course, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, for some reason, this isn't exciting for me. This is too much. It's overwhelming, and I feel like I can't relate to the guy who's teaching, like, all this different stuff. And then I realized, oh, like, it's okay how I do my courses because I've always in the back of my mind, I think, okay, eventually I'm going to do really professional video and I'm going to have all these animations and I'll have so much different content that everybody can use. And then I going through this course has made me realize that's not the, the actual experience that I want. That's not the customer experience I want. I want to have like maybe six to 12 different videos, a good solid chunk. I want to feel motivated after. I don't really care about like a lot of like, really intense um trainings and tutorials like that was a lot of what this course had it had a lot of like setting up lead funnels and setting up and I'm like kind of anti anti funnel anti webinar I don't know should I brand myself that way because I might one day here's the problem why I hate to like say that because I've thought of like putting it in my bio because so many coaches talk about that stuff and heavily like talk about the strategy and whatever and I like want to put anti funnel anti webinar because I'm so, like, pro-social media. It's everything that I do, and it's the entire way I make money in my business. Um, but then I'm like, what if all of a sudden one day I, like, start doing webinars or something? Then I, like, kind of put myself in a box. So I don't know if I'll actually say that. I'll tell, I'll share that secret with you guys on this podcast. Please don't get mad if I one day start doing webinars. But I feel like as me, my brand experience, I want it to feel really personal. And I don't want it to feel, like... I am a person behind a screen talking to 500 people on a webinar. Like, I want you to know that, like, you're one of the 40 people watching this Instagram live. Or, like, I that is really important to me, and I know that's important to my target customer. And so that's why, again, this is why I did brand experience or customer experience after your target customer because you've got to figure out who that person is before you figure out how you want your brand experience to feel. So again, a lot of times when I'm talking about your dream customer, your dream client, a lot of times it's going to be very similar to who you are. So all you've got to ask yourself is what type of a brand experience do you like, right? So another example is like I, when I order stuff from people, I'm, like, very weird about what I buy, and I don't like having, like, a lot of, like, random stuff that I don't really like. And so, for me, I want every single object that I receive in a package to be intentional. Like, I don't want somebody to just give me a sticker. So, okay, so here's an example, okay? I'm so pro stickers. Always put stickers in your packaging, no matter if you're sending out, like, a welcome packet to a client, if you're selling out, uh, you know, if you're sending out a package that somebody bought with clothes in it if you're a boutique if whatever it is whenever you're sending out things like I really got to get on this I want to like send my podcast guests really cute packages I haven't gotten to that point yet of organization but one day I want to and I want to have like stickers that I send out them like exclusive stickers to my podcast guests um but here's the thing if somebody just sent me a sticker that just had their logo on it I'm like I'm bored I'm not just gonna like put your logo 
on my package or on my my package jeez louise on my um oh it made me lose my train of thought i'm not gonna want to put your sticker on my water bottle that's just your logo unless i'm obsessed with your company right and chances are if you're still kind of in the beginning stage if you've only been around you know a few months or even a year hopefully you're to the level that you have a cult like following but most of the time people aren't just going to want to put your logo on it feels lazy and it feels like okay cool like i have this sticker but give them value so with every single sticker that i help my clients create i have some sort of mantra on it or some sort of inspirational thing something that has to do with their brand and what their brand stands for because that is more immersive and it's more um it's more useful to the customer instead of just like a sticker that has your logo on it, right? And so again, going back to that, like when I open a package, what excites me and what kind of like do I feel like blah about, right? What doesn't excite me? So ask yourself that. Think about the different brand experiences you've had. Think about the different interactions you've had with different companies and what makes you feel good and what makes you feel really happy and what makes you feel not so good. So another example I can think of is when I started working with my coach back in July of last year. It's so crazy. It's been so long. Um, within a couple weeks of working with her, I got a package in the mail and she had had a custom drawn, she'd had a portrait custom drawn of me. And it was so sweet and unexpected and like just this thoughtful, personal gift that honestly at that point I was like, I can never not work with this person, right? And so think of those things that you've had with different brands, different businesses, different people you've worked with, different courses you've taken, whatever it is that you're trying to do. Think of experiences you've had and what felt like, oh yes, this adds so much value. This makes me feel so good. This makes me feel bubbly. This makes me feel happy. Again, I guess we can tie it back to the joy, right? What makes you feel joy when you open a package? Okay, here's an example. And maybe this hurts. <laughs> I gotta be more confident with like my tough love. I've opened packages before that have a lot of glitter in them and I do not like that. And I would say most people don't like having a lot of glitter in or around their clothing, right? Unless you're somebody who's doing like, uh, I don't know. I still feel like like glitter is a very, um, a certain person has to like opening that. Most people are going to be annoyed when they open glitter. And so again, it's just thinking about like, how could someone like this? How could someone not like this? Like what feels like maybe it could not be the best experience for someone. Like when you open a package, you know, when you order something and it's, it's not like properly, um, uh, not safeguarded, like packaged, I guess it's not properly packaged and everything's rumbling all over the place. Maybe something's broken or has a scratch or whatever, like figure out those, those parts in your process in your brand experience that just feel like it's kind of broken. Maybe it's the email that somebody gets once they sign up for your course. Maybe it just doesn't feel that exciting. Maybe once somebody gets into your course, there's no sort of welcome video. And so that just feels kind of weird. Maybe when somebody buys from your shop, they get an email that just says, thank you for shopping with us. And that's it. Or maybe they don't even get an email. Maybe people buy from you and then they're like, well, when is my stuff going to ship? And they never hear back. And then they're just sitting and wondering. And by the time they finally get it, they're like, well, I'm glad I got it. I almost thought I wasn't going to. And then they almost have a sour taste in their mouth. And so figure out those parts of your process that just need a little bit of tweaking. And again, don't completely overwhelm yourself and say, oh, I've got to get custom boxes and this and that. And I need to have a custom funnel and a custom like email sequence that goes out like start small gradually increase it again i want you to feel empowered about this brand experience i want you to feel how cool it is that you get to decide what your brand experience feels like 
to your people. You get to decide how they feel after interacting with your business. That's exciting. That's not something to be stressed out about. And so just gradually, maybe you set a goal like the next week, I'm going to sit down and break apart these different parts of my brand because I get it. I know there's parts of my brand that aren't that good of an experience. I know I need to tweak my emails on Kajabi and I know I need to tweak, like I have email generating things like people signing up for different branding challenges or whatever. I guess that's kind of a funnel. See, I'm such a hypocrite. (laughs) I do. I have like a five day branding challenge that people will randomly sign up for. And I know I need to update it. There's like random things on there that I need to update. And so it's, again, especially if your business is bigger and you've grown bigger and you have a lot of different touch points, just set a goal like gradually to make updates. And as you're making the updates, think about, is this scalable? Can this last long term? Like, for example, when I did my branding challenge on the last page or on the last email that they get, it says my branding, my branding school opens up again in August. So respond to this if you want to be on my waiting list. Now, the funniest part is I made that last year. It was when my branding school was going to open in August of 2018. And it ended up working, but there was a few months that it definitely didn't work because my branding school was reopening in February, not August. And so it ended up working because I launched in August again this year. But that's an example of how I didn't create it in a way that it would last for a long time. I think we always create these things and we're like, oh, I'll update that later because we're lazy or something or we don't want to think of any other way to like fix it. It's not going to get updated later. Update it now to the best of your abilities and try to update that experience in a way that will last for a long time. So for example, if you're printing postcards, don't put something that's date sensitive. Keep that in a way that is, again, replicatable, replicable replicatable I don't know just just create that postcard or your business card or whatever in a way that you can just keep logging on to the site that you order your business cards from and just click reorder on your postcards just click reorder instead of having to worry about recreating that and going through the process again and like that that's what you don't have time for right so be empowered your brand experience is gonna be awesome obviously your brand experience is already better than most people's than most Stupid companies, right? That's, it's late. I'm starting to say things I regret. But I don't mean stupid companies. I mean, like, when you order something from ASOS, right? I just placed an order on ASOS. You get it in the package in, in the mail, and you're excited because you like the clothes, but you're it's like there's nothing exciting about the experience of opening it, right? And so that's where you've got to that's where you've got like your unique magic is you get to control this brand experience. Again, when I signed up for this really expensive course, the brand experience is not as good because it doesn't have that personal touch of somebody who you know that you matter to them. You signed up, you were one of the 30 students that signed up, or maybe you were one of the five students that signed up. Like that personal touch is really important to me. And that's going to be something as I grow that is still super important to me to keep that personal touch in my brand experience. So figure out what's important to you and what you really appreciate when you are interacting with these different brands. Okay, guys. Well, that concludes our three-part branding series. It's only a little late. I can't pitch the branding school anymore because it's closed, and I can't pitch the biz bundle because it's closed. (laughs) There's nothing I will be pitching at the end of this episode, just pure value. Anyways... 
Thanks for listening. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you shared it to your Instagram stories and tag me so I can see that you're listening. Guys, when I receive messages from you that you're listening to my podcast and loving it and relating with it or you've had these breakthroughs or whatever, I'm not joking you. Like, I tear up every time. Yeah, I'm a very emotional person, but (laughs) it really does mean a lot to me. And so thank you. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for being here. If you haven't left a review yet on iTunes, I would love it if you did. Subscribe if you are not already. I have a week, upcoming week of like five or six different podcast episodes. I'm stacking them, so we'll see how that goes. But I'm really excited because I have, they're they're not going to be released. That was misleading. They're not going to be released all at the same time. I'm like batching my podcast episodes. Guys, I'm on top of my business right now. (laughs) Maybe that's why I'm able to have joy is because I'm organized. Um, But anyways... I have these podcast episodes coming up that you guys are going to want to make sure you're subscribed for. You're not going to want to miss any of these. So many cool guests coming on with lots of different types of business. Some of them just starting out, some of them getting more successful, and some of them like super successful doing hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. That felt weird. It felt like a weird way to say that. Anyways, you're going to want to make sure you're subscribed. Okay, well, thank you for listening to this three-part series, and I love you, and I'm grateful for you, and just be freaking happy today. There's one thing you got from this episode. Smile, turn on some music, and realize that joy will bring you so much abundance and success to your business once you can get to that place of, like, true happiness. Okay, bye!